0: Now it's time for your hosts, the wonder twins of customer experience, Adam Toporek and Jeannie Walters. So Jeannie, do you know what we have in common?
1: Oh, you know, there are so many wonderful things that we have in common, Adam. And then there are some things that aren't so wonderful.
0: Wow. Okay. What being shackled to the podcast is that one of them? Jeannie? No.
1: I would not say shackled, I would say delighted in the opportunity. Exactly. To That's this. what I'm
0: saying. You're the one that said there are bad things happening in this world. <laughs> I'm just saying. But what else we have in common, Jeannie, is we are both small business owners.
1: Well, that is true.
0: And you know, we've talked about this, and you know, I know some people are newer to the podcast, so you may not know, but I am a third generation entrepreneur. This. Is something that's a big part of my story and how I came into customer experience, and you know, one of the reasons I gravitated towards customer experience was running my own small businesses and seeing just how important not only customer service was, but the overall experience. That idea, and you know, when I was doing this, was when you know, customer experience was barely a term, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just wasn't a thing. Now it's a fully developed industry, and. You know, I always have a special place in my heart for small business, and I always approach any work I do with large businesses from that lens. And what's super exciting today is we have a guest who is just super, super awesomely smart about small business.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he really is. Ramon Ray has been an entrepreneur himself and also helped so many entrepreneurs. And I've been following him for a long time, and he's very generous with both showing how it's done, like showing the work that it takes, as well as asking for input. Um, you know, my journey to entrepreneurship was very different. I never expected to be an entrepreneur I until I was. <laughs> <laughs> and that was 2009, and here I am. So um, that's been, you know, something for me. I'm learning all the time every day because, you know, business people in general, were not taught about a lot of the parts of running a business even. We're not taught about customer experience in traditional ways. And so I think that knowing what it takes to deliver a great customer experience within the context of a small business is so important. And to your point, Adam, I think using that lens, that can apply to so many different things. And that's what's so exciting about the conversation we had today.
0: Absolutely. So you know what, Jenny, why don't you do your thing and let's hear a little bit about Ramon.
1: My pleasure. So Ramon Ray has started four companies and sold two of them. He's the founder of SmartHustle.com, an in-demand global speaker and author of several books, including Celebrity CEO, which is all about personal branding. Ramon Ray, we are thrilled you're here with us today. Thank you so much for being here and welcome.
2: Thank you. It's great to be here. Honored to share Uh, whatever I can with your community, so thank you.
0: Well, thank you, Ramon. And I'm super excited because this is where my heart is. I am a third generation entrepreneur and let's just jump right in. I wanna know why do so many smaller companies not put enough priority on the experience side of their businesses? It's a great question. I think because it's hard work. And I'm not saying that small business owners entrepreneurs,
2: are shy away from hard work, of course, but Adam, it's tough. You know, it's it's uh, in a way, maybe we talk, I'm sure people are listening to you, it's simple in a way, but our heads are so down, right, into the brass tacks, as it were, of business. I think thinking of the experience, like, huh, yeah, maybe I should let a smile come to that customer's face as they check in. We just don't think about it, or we think it's only for Amazon or Hilton to do. That's the short answer.
1: Yeah, I love how you said that because I think, especially in this last very tumultuous year that everybody just had, we saw that some small businesses really did start kind of realizing, you know what, we can do more here. We can react better. We can make sure that we're greeting people. All those simple things became much more important in order to keep that loyalty and to kind of remind customers why small businesses are so valuable too and i think one of the challenges that small businesses have is that sometimes they feel like oh you know we can't invest in big technology we can't invest in big processes and systems that's for the big guys but you know i think so much of the small business experience is about the employees right who show up and so What do you see as the relationship between technology and that investment and hiring the right people? I think it's
2: everything, and I think they go hand in hand because definitely, Ajini, if you're first starting out uh, with uh, getting the technology and thinking, you know what? Let's just invest a few hundred thousand, a few ten thousand, a few million. That's okay. That's nice, but there's more than a great customer experience than having a what a keyless entry and having smelling like coffee as you click the lock <laughs> or whatever <laughs> it may be part of it as well. You hear, did you all hear that? Those who are hearing the podcast, the laughter, <laughs> only humans can do that genuinely. So that's part true. Of it is also the human. Hi, Ramon. Hi, Adam. Welcome to our store. Welcome. And it can be replicated, of course, online. But you're so true that I think the technology, it seems to me amplifies the, the experience DNA of any company, whether small, or a large amplifies. Uh, uh, I can't even find the right English word. I'm so excited, but you can me.
0: Yeah. well, actually, I'd love to dig into that word, the amplify okay. word, because, um, you know, I, I agree with you and I think it amplifies both negative and positive traits. So what have you seen where like technology has, you know, both been an experienced detractor and an experienced enhancer, you know, specifically for small business?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think if you take a look at the I me, me and my wife went to a, a bed and breakfast a few months ago somewhere, you know, hour or so from our home, part of the uh, I'll just get to the non tech a minute blend that answer if I may. But I remember still Adam, the thick pieces of bacon, they were like <laughs> mattresses uh, on our plate, the fresh uh, uh, muffins, it was like something from 1800, <laughs> whatever one of these mattress companies, the butter was dripping. So in fact, I may go back there tomorrow or something just to have the breakfast so I can remember that so that's the non tech I can remember how we were greeted. And the technology of course happens things like check in or refer them to somebody else. Did you like it survey automating maybe things like did anything go wrong. So that's the the good part of it. But I think sometimes the disconnect and you can help me with this Adam or Jeannie maybe help me say this better. But I think the disconnect can be where we technologize so many things we ask was the experience great. And, you know, you guys give not you all, but (laughs) the company gives a sucky experience. So if that's helpful in one way is that it's sometimes easy to ask add the tech, ask the questions. But if people still don't feel good, right? The best Mm -hmm. part of waking up is folding your cup. (laughs) They still don't feel good, then that's where it fails. And I think that's where both are coming on. If you're asking a survey, how do we do? And one more thing I'll add is that if you're asking surveys as a silly example, if i say this was a bad experience is somebody going to call me or email me two or one day later to find out or is it just for the sake of doing it
0: Mm -hmm. no because then we'd have to hear what the bad experience was we don't want to do that
1: (laughs) (laughs) well and a lot of customers report that they just have given up on surveys because they feel like it doesn't do anything anyway Mm -hmm. and i think that's the side of the coin where you look at what small business can do really well they can pick up the phone and call those people because they have a smaller customer database, right? They don't have millions and millions of customers. They have people that they actually know. And so I think sometimes small business and growing businesses, they don't take advantage of those one-to-one opportunities like they could that the technology actually alerts them to. And Oh, sorry. I just
2: want to add you, I just jumped in on that, that point. I think you're so true that we forget that, That I just want to underline such a genius. Maybe I'll make a t-shirt that for small <laughs> businesses, since we don't have each, right? 10,000, 10 billion customers to, to those listening, you're right on. Don't forget the phone. Sometimes mm-hmm. people feel refreshed. You know, I I do big uh, contests for my event sometimes and I send people computers and so, it's only one person I'm sending it to. Well, sometimes three, but anyhow, it's only one person, <laughs> but just the delight. Now they use the tech right to show me the video. So sorry to take you off track, Jeannie, but I just had to underline that. Yeah. Own a postcard non text of driving up and giving Adam a bouquet of flowers saying thanks for being our first customer. We small businesses can do that all day. Tesla, whoever, they can't.
1: Mm-hmm. It's very true. And I think they try to replicate that with things like sending those handwritten cards from the call center rep who happened to take your call or or sending it from the the salesperson in the Tesla showroom (laughs) who, (laughs) who saw you, you know. But I and I think that's all great, but I think you're right that we don't necessarily kind of dial that back a little bit and say, what can we do? And I think that's where my frustration sometimes comes in when when clients will tell me, you know what? And these are big companies, small companies, everything. They say things like, well, we need a customer relationship manager platform and they need the technology and you say well okay why and they they haven't figured that part out yet (laughs) they just know that they need the technology and that's where you know designing the experience thinking through the experience thinking through what it's like is so important before you introduce that technology and I know that I mean Ramon one of the things I've I've loved about following you and your career is that you love Kind of figuring things out, <laughs> you love to roll up your sleeves and test things and and figure out if it's right for you and why, and then you share that with so many people. I'm just curious, as an entrepreneur yourself, um, you know, what are some of the ways that you've seen where it's really important to put that horse before the car? It's really important to say why do I need this technology and how do I figure out if it really is the right answer or if there's a simpler answer?
2: Yeah, can I can I mention a very very popular app that's on fire right now as an example mm-hmm. all right so i think it's i forgot the name what's the uh the audio only app um
1: uh... oh clubhouse
2: thank you clubhouse so as an example <laughs> everybody's on clubhouse so just end up, if i'm not answering the question push me further but i tried it last night i'm on it you know mm-hmm. as, as we tape this uh recording uh on it etc my point being is that but i still am thinking what's the roi is it just a fad should i do it so the mm-hmm. point i'm trying to make an answer your question there is an unlimited, quote unquote, amount of technology out there. And I think that for the smaller business and or for the larger company listening to us today, the we all know we need to focus on having a better experience. That starts with possibly just training and, and, and hiring the right people, that's one. But then two, ask yourself, depending on your budget, now what can we add to the, the heart? What can we add to the training, to the smiles to be able to scale this As needed and I think that's where the magic happens a hotel right Mm -hmm. hotels only half as good and I'm saying this keyless entry uh, you know app entry all these cool things they can do that's great but if I come to your hotel late at night and you don't have a warm soft chocolate chip cookie (laughs) cold milk for me and say hello then you there's a disconnect if you understand the silly example I'm making
1: Mm-hmm, for sure oh, and wow. i haven't figured out the roi of clubhouse either just for the record
0: thanks thanks a lot ramon you know I, <laughs> I was trying to think of all the things i'd been missing during the pandemic and i forgot about the double tree cookies <laughs> ah. yeah, <laughs> more to Aren't miss
2: <laughs> and, and if you smile at them you know you can go back to the front desk kind of you know they only probably think the rule is what one or whatever it is but hi ah, you know what those are so good they'll look around and sneak you some more so yeah they're never <laughs> going to turn you down right
0: <laughs> uh but, you know one thing uh I think that's come out of like the, the last few minutes of this discussion is, and tell me if this is what you were saying, because it's, you know, when I think of technology and small business, I think it they have the literally the same problem that large business have, is they get blinded by the technology and they don't think about it as a tool. They think about it as an end in itself. But the end in itself is the experience. I think that's what part of what you were saying, right, mm-hmm. Ramon? Yes. How would you approach that?
2: Yeah, no, you're right. And I think that, and I'll I'll give an example of any of these tools we're using. I think that part of the technology is A, scaling it as best the technology can do. But I find that part of the scale goes back to the human nature, Adam, is that can I leverage technology to find those who are screaming loudest, find those who are in the most pain, find those who need a human to reach out to them. So I think that's the perfect beauty of technology, because as we know, technology can do multiple billions of emails a second, can do multiple touch points, can do automated things of happy birthday, all those things we can do if if it goes forward to the customer experience type part of it. But I think the really interesting of it is, out of all the customers who are doing okay, who don't need a phone call, you know, they're humming along just fine, Adam's the one who said he had issues with his mother. Jeannie's the one who said her son won a baseball game in, in Little League or whatever. How can technology help us pull out those moments to even take it to the next level where we can have fans? So I think that's in, in this limited discussion how I see the really power of technology. My own little community there, a thousand of people or your community, how can I find the two, three, four, five each week who are the highest level of fans and make their experience even that much better?
1: Mm-hmm. And Ramon, one of the things that you do is you host, and you will again, <laughs> these, uh-huh. <laughs> these big in-person events. Um, and you do that very, very well. And I'm just wondering, like, from the event experience perspective, uh, what are some of the ways that you try to amp up that experience for those individual fans that you have?
2: Yes, I'll tell you one. I am so giddy right now. I'm like pulling my. I feel like I'm a black Santa Claus. So, right. <laughs> um, here's how I feel. Um, is that one thing we do is, is FOMO, fear of missing out? And mm-hmm. I don't think it's exclusive to me, but work with me here and tell me what you think. Um, a, I do it to make p- people jealous because they're not coming, so I get more sign up. But so let's say uh, Jeannie, and it is Jeannie, correct? Please tell me I've been saying. Oh,
1: that. of course, yes.
2: But, <laughs> 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 let's say that Jeannie signed up to one of my events. I then send you an email saying, could you send me your picture, short bio and a link? Cause I want to promote you to everybody else. A, I get to say Genie's coming. You're excited because I'm now telling Ramones, all the Ramones audience that Genie's coming. So I don't know if that makes sense, but it's, I get my selfish FOMO, you're missing out and get more some more signups, but you feel like a rock star, And guess what? Of course, everybody doesn't do it. Some people don't get the email, but out of say hundred people, 10, 20 do it. They feel amazing. So is that helpful? One way to use event technology to add the customer experience in some way. That's Mm -hmm. what I think at least
1: Mm -hmm, for sure. Yeah. And FOMO is something we're all susceptible to. I think, (laughs) Yes.
2: you know, me and Adam got a free, she's like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. I hate to admit that, but it's true.
0: (laughs) Well, but that's a perfect example of, you know, to me, I don't believe in customer experience for customer experience sake, at least not in the macro. I mean sure in the moment, okay. Um, but you know in the end, customer experience has to be profitable, it has to be scalable and that type of thing, what you just described is a win-win. It helps you know it makes the event stronger, it increases your sales and it creates a wow moment for customers. And you know to me finding those kind of win-win uh, sort of moments in experience are like the golden nuggets.
2: That's right, absolutely. And I think that keyword gold nugget, I think is correct. And you're right, I think I wanna underline what you said. Nobody wants to do customer experience and tout it and say, hey, we're doing customer experience because it'll drive our revenue up. That sounds a bit lame, but (laughs) we're in business, right? We are in business. So there should be, if we make our customers happy, happy customers will buy more, will tell their friends more. And if that happens, we make more money. So it is a a good selfish, (laughs) <laughs> In a way, if I'm a good husband, I'll be on the couch less. And that's an example metaphor. So,
0: but no, but it's perfect. I mean, to me, that's like I share this because I think it's a small business lens. I think it's like a lens that you can bring from small business, which is let me tell you how many uh, unprofitable companies give good customer experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? And how many uh, closed companies give good customer experiences? Not many, right? I mean, that's it has to be a, a part of the business plan and a part of the business strategy that functions. So that's what I loved about your example.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that, you know, one of the things that I talk about sometimes is that as business people, we're not trained this way. We're trained to think about sales. We're trained to think about marketing. Uh, traditional business plans don't even really talk about customers after you acquire them. They talk about operations on the flip side, but they don't talk about what's happening to the customers. And so, you know, if if a small business is out there listening to us, if leaders are out there listening to us right now, what is one thing any small business can do to improve their customer experience? What What's one thing that you can leave as a piece of advice? I
2: think probably the biggest thing, and thanks for those who are listening to it, is simply just the purpose to want to do it because I think Jeannie, that that separates those who are doing it and not. I'm happy to say a second one if that was too
0: lame, but I think really, <laughs> that was awesome. You know,
2: I just wanna I want to save room in case Jeannie's inside like Ramon, obvious. But well,
0: Jeannie, Jeannie does have a trick question at the end.
1: So
2: don't okay, worry. You're good. Yeah. You got a second bite at the apple. In that case, then, Adam, I'm safe. So I'll, I'll save that. I'll, I'll I'll go with that answer is that I think that those listening, what differentiates them? Again, why is it that the Zappos and Amazon and the uh, Ritz-Carlton, these famed names are so powerful uh, because I think that their leaders whoever they may be, um, uh, had a purpose and said, here's how. Here's what we're gonna hang our hat on. Not cheapest price, not fastest delivery, but darn good customer service. And if I may say a one and a half, Jeannie, is that mm-hmm. I think to empower, especially those who are a bit larger, empower your team. I heard Dave Ramsey uh, say this once he, in his Southern drawl, he said, my team knows if they have to come to me and say there's a customer problem, first immediately I'm gonna refund a customer all their money. So before they come to me, they need to, you know. It was <laughs> you know, interesting how he was like, if you're coming to me first, there's no mm-hmm. question. We're refunding all the money.
1: <laughs> that's, Uh-oh. I mean, that might be a very good policy. <laughs> no,
0: it's be- that's beautiful. There's actually, I don't know if you, do you know John DeJulius, a buddy of ours on the show here? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. He has a um, thing in his businesses. He has spas. He says, if it gets to me, it's free.
1: All <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: right, it's the yep. same principle.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, that's really clever. So I've got one more curveball for you, Ramon. Are you up for it?
0: I'm up for it. Let's <laughs> we, need, we need a drum
2: roll for this. Jeannie, I
1: think. <laughs> so
2: I can ring a bell. That
1: <laughs> oh <nice>. so, <laughs> so one of the things that I think you know happens when we have these conversations is it's really easy to get into kind of these bigger explanations of things. I want you to drill something down for us. If you had to put something about Customer experience, an expression, a phrase, or a piece of advice on a bumper sticker. What would it be? Feel good. Ooh, that's a good one.
2: And a little. That, and that
1: just came to you, man. You just got it.
2: <laughs> Boom. Something like make me feel good or make them feel good. If I could add a little longer, but uh-huh. feel. I, t- good.
1: I tell
0: you, do a uh, mic drop, but it'd be terrible audio. <laughs> Thank you, Adam.
1: <laughs> so. I I like how you started with feel good, though, because that's kind of internal and external, right? It's about making sure that everybody inside the organization and who they serve feels good
2: and, and you're right And i think that translates Jeannie, to um uh employees as well i can remember one crm company that i'm sure you both know or could have been in there know the founder of in arizona but uh, i was i was with them for some time and how it started though is that i was at one of their big conferences they used to have thousands of small businesses and um their employee it's just the ceo what i'm trying to say Jeannie and adam's that the ceo had this upbeat attitude etc but when i was there and saw from the most junior person, hi, welcome to this event. My name is mm-hmm. Alonso, you the see. I'm like, oh man, it's 6 a.m. It on fire. I realized, I'm sure they had faults and problems, but they lived that customer experience thing through the employee. So I think you're so true, Jeannie.
1: Mm-hmm. Great, that was a great answer, Ramon. Well done. All
0: right, well we got our we got our bumper sticker for today. <laughs> well, hey, Ramon, thank you. This has been so great. We really appreciate it. Please let our listeners know, uh, you know, where they can find you. All the good, uh, you know contact information type stuff.
2: Sure, thank you, and thanks for having me. You all do great work, you work well together, I love the insights you're providing. But just two places, those who hear the sound of my voice, and if you don't like it, or you like it, I don't care really. Um, (laughs) (laughs) RamonRay.com, R-A-M-O-N-R-A-Y, Ramonray RamonRay.com, or SmartHustle.com, but honored to be here and serve.
1: Well, thank you so much. And Smart Hustle has tons of resources. So, you know, don't hesitate to check that out. It's always been a great resource. And thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Appreciate all your insights and just wish you the best success for 2021 and beyond.
0: Thanks, Ramon. Well, Jeannie, I'm feeling good. How about you?
1: (laughs) Well done. And I think we have a bumper sticker now. We're going to start a collection of bumper stickers. And the first one is feel good. I think that makes sense.
0: I well, no, it's a great message, and you know, it, yeah, when, when you ask for a bumper sticker, you get a bumper sticker. So you you get something short and pithy. But I mean, you know, we talk about customer emotion a lot on this podcast, and both in our individual, um, you know, journeys with our companies, and. Feeling is at the heart of all of it. Feeling is at the Mm -hmm. heart of experience. What you experience is defined by your emotional response. So it is the perfect bumper sticker. Now, the problem I'm having, Jeannie, is I don't actually remember, like, I'm trying to think of when I had a bumper sticker on a car last.
1: It's been like... (laughs) Well, now they do magnets, just so you know. So Seriously? Magnets? Yeah. So instead of having, like, you know proud parent of an honor student (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, you had to drop that one in there or uh or the teams that were on you know things like that those are now magnets and even actually we have a student driver now and even that is a magnet that goes on the back that says student driver instead of the little sign that you had to put on the top of the car before you know so uh so that's a much better way to do it because then you're not putting an actual sticker on your car
0: i think that's a lesson in ineffective messaging the student driver thing it should just be like (laughs) run 15 year old driving right
1: (laughs) right something like that yeah yes exactly well this was Uh, super fun and you know i i like to feel good because i know that we have incredible listeners out there wouldn't you agree
0: absolutely i feel good because i know that when we have these episodes you someone is going to hear it and hopefully it's going to make a difference for them and we just appreciate everyone and it's great being back for this new season and trying this whole new model so uh we, we appreciate everybody that's been a part of this journey and so thank you for listening
1: yes thank you so much for being here and for listening to crack the customer code as you know, we are a proud member of C Suite Radio, so be sure to check out all the great business content at C Suite and C Suite We appreciate you being here very much and spending your valuable time with us. I'm Jeannie Walters, and you can join me for the Year of CX, where you can get downloadable tools every few weeks for a year. Go to Year of And you can also find me and my speaking and everything else at experienceinvestigators.com.
0: And I'm Adam DePork, and you can find out more about the value we offer here, customer experience, strategic advisory, virtual training, and of course our courses for customer experience and customer service at customers.stick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself.
1: And take care of your customers.